Pompey, hello there. Welcome to another edition of Inspirato Projecto Podcast. I am your host, CEC. I'm now using the microphone that I normally use. It uh, pops out the end, and it's great because I can direct the sound toward toward particular directions, and it'll pick up, number one, it'll pick up that sound pretty good, I would say, based on what I've heard on past podcasts. It picks up other sounds really good, and uh, in loud areas. Now... I suppose this is my own fault. I need to go back and listen to these. Um, uh, but I... Um, well, I guess I'm asking you if you could let me know. Because uh, what you think is the pref- more preferable. I did a couple experiments on that last podcast. Probably the one before that, too. Where I, I tested out using the microphone out on the streets capturing sounds, things of that nature. So, my theory is, and I don't know because I haven't tested my theory yet, so right now it's just a theory. I need to go back and listen to those. I rarely make a podcast and go back and listen to it. It's all improvised. Uh, so, I just make it. I just make it. And then there it is. Yeah, I rarely go back and listen to it. So, if you happen to hear some of these podcasts recently, um, and the ones where I didn't use a microphone, where I said, hey, guess what? I'm just not using a microphone at this point. Please let me know what your thoughts are. I'll also test out the other microphone. I got another microphone, too. What I like about this is that because I, I have a what's called a Mophie is an uh, iPhone 5s so the Mophie fits this thing perfectly the Mophie is a device that is a case first of all first and foremost first and foremost it's a case a protective case just in case you happen to drop it on a floor. And the case is good because it also has a battery of sorts inside of it. So you can actually when I okay, so when I there's a little okay, so there's a little switch on the back there. So when your phone is low you see the little battery going down, you can just flip the switch on the Mophie and starts injecting a bunch of new juice into it. And it's got a little little, uh, indicator on the back of it to let you know how low that that energy is going. I'm coming coming upon a person in the sidewalk. Reminds me of the real-life Radiohead video where the person's laying in the street. This reminds me so much of that Radiohead video. Hmm. 
interesting. Just do it to yourself, just you, you and no one else. Do it to yourself. Just do it to yourself, just you, you and no one else. Do it to yourself. That's what it reminds me of. And the guy's just laying on the street, or the sidewalk rather, and you see all subtitles and I think it's a cop or as they say out there a bobby and so you see him just stooped over the guy sleeping or sitting laying on the ground laying on the, the sidewalk asking him tell me why are you laying on the ground tell me and then it cuts to the man on the ground in his face and you see him you see him talking very expressively and then you see the looks on the faces of the you see the looks on the faces of, of everybody else and uh, it cuts to a bird's eye view of all of the people that had slowly gathered around the guy throughout the, the episode. You see that there's just a big crowd of these people. They're all laying on the ground, unresponsive. Video ends with that. So I don't know if, I don't know if they ended up uh, sleeping or they were just so, quote, floored, unquote, by the news they just heard that it floored them, they were floored. More later. So, my buddy Jamie Lee Wise and I noticed there are certain parts of Los Angeles where it will be reported something called a howler. They have a very strange sound to them. It's like a cross between a goat and a peacock. I mean, you really don't... You really don't know. Um, what it is. People have not been able to put their finger on this thing. There are... Paranormal activists, enthusiasts, investigators, checking it out, looking it up, trying to figure things out. There is a particular tool that I came across last night. A friend of mine on Twitter. Rebecca Foster, she's a medium. She can communicate with the afterlife, people's relatives and whatnot. She, uh, she's an author. It's something she's been doing a while, and I noticed she did a tweet on Twitter about this particular app. I guess it's an app. It's software that you download to your computer 
And I guess it doesn't work if it's on a phone. It's not made for that. It's made for a laptop or a desktop of sorts. Now, I don't know the inner workings. This might be someone that I'd like to interview on uh, the podcast, actually. It's called the Phasma Box, and there are... It looks like... So the, the screen of the software is a bunch of different dials and stuff, and it's really cool because it looks like it's like a steampunk kind of look. A lot of cogs and dials and uh, just really cool, really cool-looking shiny brass, one would think, uh, type items. Just got that old look to it. And I guess it somehow filters through bunch of different radio waves because there are those things you know the ek oh ekg wait ekg is that the same thing as epv no epv epv yes 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 the epvs the electronic voice prints voice electronic paranormal yeah 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 something like that so they hear these sounds coming through that's what i was trying to do with that little thing up on my fridge uh and the other podcast which is funny because i was doing that thing Then I saw the tweet from Rebecca Foster. Interesting. See, when I go back and I look at the things that happen in the the, the order in which they happen, I could go, aha. And I play with the idea and I go, aha, this is related to this. This is why this happened. Just like over the weekend when I met two different Kurtz. Amazing. Both, uh, or met one Kurt and then, um, was reintroduced to the girlfriend of the other Kurt that I had met months ago. However, both situations happened over the same weekend. Anyway, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So looking at that and going, oh my God, I was playing with, well, I was playing with those sounds on that little magnet thing that was a elephant. When you push it, it's supposed to go, it's supposed to make an elephant sound, but now it just goes crackle, crackle, crackle. And, uh, so yeah, I was playing with that, looked on Twitter, up comes this thing. So the Phasma box, I'm so curious what that would be like to incorporate those sounds. I'd like to believe there's a way to actually record those sounds coming through there. You can adjust the reverb, rever- uh, re- uh, adjust the echo. You could turn it in reverse mode if you want. So there are some videos on YouTube of these people utilizing the Phasma box near graves, uh, just at their homes, and it's getting those sugar plums dancing in my head. So, watch out. Before you know it, this might have the Phasma box software. And uh, and these these uh, voices will, in fact, be broadcasted. Would be interesting to use one of those near a Ouija board, for instance use them in conjunction with one another. Maybe even possibly a flame. 
something that can give a response through uh, air particles, etc., etc. Frequencies, waves, vibration. That's all for now. More later. So let's start off with the basics. The first question is, are you an actual time traveler? Yes, I, I am an actual time traveler. All right, so the lie detector says that you are telling the truth. In the first interview with you, you said you have a time machine. First off, where is it? Well, I, I can't tell you that. So it's actually being hidden somewhere on Earth right now? Yes, it is being hidden. I can't, I can't tell you that. Okay, interesting. Um, but you do, in fact, have a time machine? Yes, I do. It's, it's, it's my spacecraft. Are you from the year 6491? Oh, uh, yes. I mean, it, it would, yes. And I say that because, uh, like I explained in the last video, um, your years are different than mine. Obviously, your, uh, your year system started with the birth of Jesus Christ. And, uh, or the death of Jesus Christ, sorry. And, uh, mine has taken back to the beginning of the civilization. Not to mention that um, where I'm from, the years are longer because my planet is further away from the sun than yours is, so it just, it just takes longer to, to get around. You know you're listening to Inspirato Projecto when news like this beams through the antenna. Turns out, news has just been released. Some video footage of a time traveler. They say he passed the lie detector test. It's in interesting, the uh, YouTube channel associated with it happens to find a lot of time travelers. They have a lot of very serious discussions with these many different time travelers. And they blur their faces and uh, to protect their identities in undisclosed locations. So I think the UK had 
put the word out, and then it went fwammo to all these other places. Apex. Apex is the name of the place, uh, allegedly, that had interviewed him. Interviewed him. He used voice modulator, too. Like Stephen Maddox used to, with the Andy Kaufman stuff. Or was it Steve Maddox? Perhaps it was Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman himself using the voice modulator. Who's to say he hasn't picked up a southern-ish kind of accent? Anyhow, check it out. Oh, also this revelation struck me. When your cat starts to vomit, do you pick them up in hopes of getting them outside? While they're... Like when you hear him go, uh, 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 do you pick him up then? Or do you just let him vomit on the carpet? There are possibly pros and cons to each one. However, I'm kind of curious. Very curious to see which is the least messy, the least messy. shooting a commercial. I, uh, I touched the 
rubbed the rainbow moonstone today and I said synchronicity, synchronicity is just conjure them up, conjure them up. So you better believe that I will be providing you with any synchronicities that come my way that happen to be, uh, of course, eventful, magical, and put those question marks in our brains. Oh, this is my prediction. So, last time I had an audition that was in Santa Monica, it got off near, it got off near the area where ice skating was. It was very close to where they, they put the ice skating out there during the summer, uh, winter. And so last time I was walking along and I came across Diana Prince. Diana Prince XO. She runs the, I think it's called Kinky Horror, Kinky Horror Blog. She's a horror film, she's, you know, scream queen. She goes all over, she's always out and about. And the first time I met her was at Adam West's memorial. We were all out there at Village Hall. A lot of people dressed as Batman. I brought my Batman masks. I brought two of them. And I saw her out there. I was like, oh my God, Diana Prince. And she was dressed like Catwoman. And so we took some photos and I, I took uh, some photos with her and I. took a photo together where we wore the masks and I posted it to Twitter. So that was the first time I met her and then the second time was out in Santa Monica. So I just had this, I just had this sneaky suspicion that I'm going to, that I'm going to run into her again. And this time, I will interview her. It'd be great to have her in the studios at K Chung Studios on a, on a Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. So that's also a possibility. In addition to that, I also I realized that this podcast situation is just such a good one because I can be out and about. And I got my I basically I got my my radio station with me at all times. Always got my radio station with me. So that's what's cool. Come across someone I can I can just automatically interview them and there we go there we go. They're part of the podcast. So more updates later, should I come across Diana Prince XO, check her out on Twitter. She's always out at the comic conventions touring comic shops, just always out, out and about. So, sayonara for now. So I'm currently at 26th Street. I've got to go to, see what we got here. Just got off the bus. I believe I've got to go to 22nd. Let's see. Yeah, 1756 22nd Street. 
that's where I'm heading. The interesting thing is, right now it's uh, 3... 3.09 and my audition is at uh, 4.20 so I got over an hour I don't know how the heck I calculated it that way that's quite strange so the good news is I'm in an area I've never been in before check its stuff out uh, I think what I'll do first is go to the the uh, audition spot. Assuming I'm going in... Oh, yeah, okay, good. Here we are. We're walking along here, 25th Street. We're going to do a little test here. See if... Oh, good. We got a Starbucks here. Etc. Etc. So we shall see. Perhaps, uh, perhaps we'll stop in a Starbucks. If not, the best case scenario would be I show up. I'm able to hang out for a little bit of time, and then they call me in early. That would be awesome. That would be that would be ideal. This is what folks call the actor's life. You might even see it hashtagged on Instagram sometimes. Hashtag actor life. Right? That's sometimes out there in the world. And uh, people can take, take a look at that and ponder it and go, Hey, maybe I want to see what that's all about. Maybe I want to audition I'm so very fortunate. Look at this. We're coming up to Cloverfield. We're at Santa Monica and Cloverfield right now. Excellent. I got to remember this. So uh, when I go back this way to get back home, I retrace these steps. Some, there's a wall just beautiful purple flowers right now. Beautiful purple flowers. Oh, now I'm approaching a wall of white flowers. White. Mmm, those smell good too. Now we're back to purple. Oh, these are interesting. So these are like violet and purple now. Interesting. Wow, that wow, that combination looks good. It's a good combination. Now I see some pinkish pinkish flowers. So violet is the or indigo rather. Indigo. Isn't that the What is that? Is that the crown chakra? Indigo? 
Something tells me it is. However, I am not absolutely certain. I'm going past uh, an alley over here. See, what's great about this stuff is that as a result of me getting out and about, checking out this stuff, it gives me ideas for, as I shoot scenes here and there for the Pagani movie. Oh, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. I think I did. I'm doing the, uh, I'm editing together the uh, footage of the Operation Tone Up fitness challenge, school fitness challenge that happened out there in Hermosa. Hermosa. So, I'm editing that together. And I'm having fun with it. Right now I'm uh, right now I'm uh, editing the the best I can with whatever footage my Dropbox enabled me to download. I think I have a I think my Dropbox lets me do maybe two gigabytes or something. One would think that's a large amount, right? That's a large amount. However, these files are being shot on these phones and cameras. I mean, whoa. It's getting to be more and more um, high quality, high fidelity. So, it's taking up a lot more space. Oh, there's some yelling going on over there. Um, So, We're at 23rd... Oh, 21st. Wait. We're at 21st Street now. I just passed up 22nd. All right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Um, huh. Interesting. 22nd Street is not a street. It's like a parking lot. What the hell? What do I do here? One seven five six twenty second street. Well, I'm at twenty second street. What is one seven five six? My goodness! All right, I'm gonna hang up. I'm gonna use ways. I'm gonna see what the heck's going on here. Let me see what's going on here. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, we'll talk more later. So I realized that the uh, place where I was dropped off it's now 6.40 p.m., by the way. I'm still on my way back home from the audition. The audition was a... probably a 45-second process. I did not get dropped off near where the ice skating place was that I expected to see Diana Prince. Um, I just got off the 
bus and saw a guy riding past on his bicycle with a shovel on his back. That's the first time I've ever seen that. Uh, and also the place where the, the uh, bus dropped me off, which is on the corner of Santa Monica and, what was it? Santa Monica and Highland. There's a, a donut shop that, used, that was on the corner there that was there for eons. It's now changing into a tree hose donuts, coffee and donuts. He's already got his uh, taco shop out there in the world. And so it's quite interesting to now see that he's opening a donut shop, coffee and donuts. Head on over for some uh, tacos and then zip on over and get yourself some some donuts and coffee afterwards. That's so kick-ass. I'm curious uh, when that grand opening is going to be. I'd like to go there and interview these guys. That would be fun. I wonder if it's one of those things, like with the uh, with the uh, with his taco shop. I'm curious if maybe he actually hangs around that that place. How crazy would that be? Is if you actually get your taco made by Danny Trejo, right? Wouldn't that be astounding? Or even if the or even at the uh, the donut place. Imagine if he's back there cooking up a latte for you. That'd be crazy. That'd be really, really crazy. So, I've just learned. Well, uh, I'm not allowed to give that news just yet. Uh, there's some pretty, very crazy news that's going to be coming, coming down the pipeline for Yachtly Crew. And uh, so, in about a week, I think I'm going to be able to announce that, put it out there into the world. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Uh, oh, by the way, tomorrow, the 8th, Infinity Day, in, uh, Infinity Day, at the Viper Room, Yachtly Crew will be playing. So, come on out. I've been on... been on Twitter... tweeting out like a madman. Apparently, uh, Blake Shelton... Shelton and... Gwen Stefani are big fans of Yacht Rock. So, I tweeted to them... and any of these other folks who have shown up to our shows before. Craig Robinson, Mario Lopez... The bailiff from Judge Judy. I didn't. I did not send anything to Red Foo from LMFAO yet. Um, however, I might. His girlfriend Jasmine's sister is in the band Fire Tiger, and so uh, when we do our House of Blues show the Anaheim House of Blues show, we're going to play on the big, big, big stage, like the 2,000 people kind of stage. So we're inviting Fire Tiger to come out, open up. I think we're going to get a hold of Trev, Travis, Travis, wait, Trev, Trev, Travis Lukather. 
He is the, uh, we met him at the, at uh, Jasmine, what's her last name, Al-Khoury, Red Foo's girlfriend. We met him at her birthday party when Yachtly Crew played out there. He is the son of, oh gosh, forgot the guy's first name, Lukather. He, he's in the band Toto. And as many folks know, we cover Toto. So if we can get Trav Lukather's band, the Biotin Babies, to also play, uh, I'm imagining it would be very exciting to see the kind of interesting folks that that would come along. So, I believe that's it for now. I had I had a flash of insight about something else, but I can't can't remember right now. That'll come to me. I'm down to my last moments of, of battery life here anyway. So, better for me to stop this now than for it, the battery to stop and, and then all this stuff is not saved. So, having said that, thank you for going with me on this journey. I just might add some stuff later on when I, when I reach home. Perhaps a riff, who knows? Maybe a uke riff, maybe a, a guitar riff. You never know.
Wow, we're down to our last moments now of uh, of of, uh, of battery for this phone. I just wanted to say that was a nice, those are some nice surprises, huh? The guy who was playing the buckets, he's out there in front of Hollywood and Highland all the time. And then uh, went down into the subway and there was a guy playing his guitar right there next to me. Reminded me of stuff you'd hear like in the 60s, the uh, Jefferson Airplane, back in the Jefferson Airplane days, perhaps even some uh, Grateful Dead kind of vibe to it. Which was interesting because I saw a an ad earlier for some uh, some kind of Grateful Dead movie. It looks like it's a, some kind of uh, documentary. Oh, by the way, two things, two things. In, a very interesting synchronicity, which I'm going to try to get down here before it goes. Um, when we were on set with Bloody Bobby, someone was telling me that Prince apparently has just buttloads, buttloads of music, unreleased music in his vaults. And so there's this big controversy going on right now, basically saying who owns that music? Who, who's in charge of, of, the, of the vaults, you know? So uh, what's interesting is just yesterday, like I guess he has enough for like, he has like 2,000, uh, what, 2,000 songs or something like that? Even if they released one album a year, one 10 song album. Well, what's interesting is the estate is releasing a quote new unquote Prince record that was actually done before Purple Rain. It's called uh, it's called Piano and a Microphone, apparently. So we get to see the really uh, raw, the raw version, the the really the uh, the raw version of his sound. Oh. Real quick, I see a, uh, a sign up here that says F-O-D, Crew Parking. F-O-D, is that Friends of Dave? Uh, fudge On Demand? Frilly Oppenheimer Diapers? It could mean anything, F-O-D. But whenever I see one of those yellow signs when I was doing a lot of extra work back in the day, they would use those signs so you, you would know where the heck to go. They would say this way, park over here. And uh, that's uh, that's one of the things. Apparently there's a movie over here called FOD, or those are just the initials. Or maybe that's the, uh, the, uh, the, the secret, top secret name for it. But it's actually called something else. So keep your ears out for the new prints. Uh, if you're, if you'd like to subscribe to this on iTunes, you can subscribe to it on iTunes. So this Inspirato Projecto goes right into your iTunes whenever you want. Okay, folks, that's all for me today. Uh, we will talk more later. Keep the Inspirato flowing, oh win, oh win.